I got a big mouth. Came out. I talk from my heart. I'm real. You know what I'm saying? Whatever comes, comes. But my controversy probably. And it's not my fault. I'm trying to find my way in the world. You know, I'm trying to be somebody instead of just make money off everybody. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I go down paths that haven't been traveled before, and I usually mess up. But I learn. You know what I'm saying? I come back stronger. You know, I'm not talking ignorant. You know what I'm saying? So I obviously put thought into what I do. Your karma, everything that you do bad comes back to me. So anything that I'm doing that's bad, I'm going to have to suffer for it. But in my heart, I think what I'm doing is right. You know what I mean? And I think heaven is just when you sleep, you sleep with a good conscience. You don't have nightmares. Good hell is What's going on? It is your girl, Queen Queen, and this is Hot Topic. First topic of today, Bill Cosby is a free man. Breaking news, Bill Cosby is a free man. He has been ordered to be released from prison immediately. Supreme Court ruled he did not receive a fair trial. So what is you guys' opinion on Bill Cosby being free? Do you feel like that, you know, he is meant to be free? He did not do it. Or do you feel that he should be held accountable for something? So my opinion on this situation, I didn't, I'm going to be honest. I didn't really look deep into the Bill Cosby situation because I, I sometimes get so disgusted with having certain conversation with people or looking through comments and stuff like that just to kind of get different people's opinions about the situation. I do not like when people put celebrities and uh different people on a pedestal or they feel like that they're above the law or they feel like oh no this person has money cars jerry's access to all type of stuff why would they do that but you you take out the human being in this person and it's just sickening because it's like people that don't know them you see what I'm saying? Like people like the everyday person that just really watching a TV show or, you know, listening to some comedy or comedy skit or something like that. They did. Y'all really feel like y'all be knowing these celebrities like, oh, my God, he could not do that. He is Mr. Huxtable. He he was an educated doctor. And with the woo la la, he was a character. He was a damn good actor. Because if you keep on defending him as uh, Bill Cosby after Huxtable, he was a a superb actor let's just say that um do i feel like that he should be a free man i do feel like what happens in the dark comes to light and that goes for anything that you do in life and stuff like that it happened throughout the year it probably happened years and years ago why did the women come out and go ahead and finally confess to it we have no idea once again it's not our place to victim shame a person about when they come out but you know what i'm saying it's just the fact that they came out i do um i do feel like it's like a devil uh, it's like i have to play you know kind of see it from two sides of the point because from my understanding some woman she did come forth and was just like well yeah you know uh he did give me some something to drink you know a pill or whatever to take just so i can relax but then you know he took advantage of me and had sexual intercourse but from my understanding that this lady also continued to have sex with bill throughout you know the time span so uh that's the reason why a lot of people was giving a lot of these women a side eye because not only was it was a long time ago they feel like that at the end of the day, you went to the location to hook up with Bill Cosby. Then, you know, once you hook up with Bill Cosby, now you're screaming out the simple fact is that he took advantage of you. Is it true? And uh, me personally, I feel like this. If you have to incorporate drugs in the mix when it comes down to 
uh, intercourse and stuff like that, it, the, the gloves are off. That's that's just my opinion. The gloves are off. If I have to sit up here and make for sure that you high and you drunk and you're intoxicated to the point where you're not coherent, why are you guys still even having sex? I don't even want to screw nobody. And don't get me wrong, I'm a sober person. I don't drink or smoke. But if I even, as a woman, sit up here and notice that the dude is definitely intoxicated or he is like literally loaded, that means like you're so high, you off the rocker. I'm not going to feel comfortable for, you know, with having intercourse with you because I'm like, no, it, it doesn't feel right. I need you to be alert. I'm like running off the players club. I done told y'all, all eyes on me. Y'all say, I need you to focus on me. So uh, with that situation with Bill Cosby, we'll probably never know. I think that uh, they said that he did confess to giving the women uh, like a substance, a pill or something like that and a drink for them to relax, but he did not take advantage of anyone. So that was his story. See, but clue number one that I really did not uh, think nothing too much about it and don't put nothing past Bill Cosby. It's for the same fact that me thinking that, I honestly thought Bill Cosby was a happily married man over you know the years and stuff like that and had a loving wife that he loved so when i about 20 million white women coming out the blue time i thought was sleeping with him throughout his whole career and this is and that Huh. So that should be a clue to you guys to not sit up here and be so quick to jump to the defense of, oh, he's innocent. He innocent. He could be innocent. And I'm not saying that Bill Cosby is not innocent because once again, you know, we do not know the truth. You know, we don't know the motive behind everything, but I do definitely think that uh, it's something deeper within. I do feel like that. Uh, I ain't gonna lie, I, I kind of believe some conspiracies that's going around thinking that they let Bill free because they're finna do something else. It's like a distraction to something else that they feel the hope that we bypass too. Uh, think about it, and it just sickens me because it's crazy how Bill Cosby and uh. Bill Cosby and R. Kelly, for example. Now, don't get me wrong. One was drugging women and having intercourse, and one was actually messing with underage women and so-called had a sick code and dungeon and everything else. But it's crazy because as, and I hate to keep saying this, is that you see how it took documentaries, evidence, parents, all type of people to come out and try to go up against R. Kelly. And it took them literally a couple of months, thousands of YouTube videos, different people putting the clues together. This is the net for them to finally arrest R. Kelly and try to get down to the bottom of some of this. But when it came down to Bill, it seemed like that 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 trial day was speeding on up. Oh, okay, we got these women. They putting these women on the front of the cover because why those was white women. They got the moving their feet on them. You see what I'm saying? But as a black woman, they was dragging it. They going out into the victim's information, personal information, digging up their kindergarten files to try to see what it was. You doing this with you? So it's kind of like, uh, yeah, I kind of noticed that. But what do you guys think about the situation uh, when it come down to Bill Cosby and that? Like, do you feel like that he was innocent? Do you feel like that? No, you don't feel like he was innocent. You feel like it was something deeper and they're just trying to cover it up. Yes, please let me know. Okay, so next topic is Shakara, Sha Shakara Richardson. This is the young lady that, um, 
that was from Dallas, Texas. I talked about her in a previous podcast, and she was actually going to the Olympics. Everybody was proud. Everybody was rooting for her. I honestly said so much positive stuff about her because it was just that she was a young black woman from my state, you know, that came from Oak Cliff area. So it was definitely a wonderful, successful story. Her mother had passed. Uh, I want to say right before she had the final race and stuff like this. So she was going through a lot and she still pushed through. So I'm, I really am sorry to uh, report that she would not be in the Olympics because she had felt a drug test. And a lot of people was on the fence. Once again, this kept a lot of people on the fence because some people felt like, well, hey, she knew the rules. She broke them. And, you know, how dare you be so irresponsible? How dare you not think about, you know, your future and the people that was depending on you? And then some people feeling like, well, hey, weed is legal in certain states or whatever. So what? She smoked a little weed. It ain't going to kill her. It wasn't going to make her go faster. So, hey, you know what I'm saying? Let her keep racing. It, you know, like, what is the big deal? It's just weed. It's not like it's Wars or uh, cocaine. So let's listen to the reason why she did what she did. What happened? What led up to this positive test? I know what I did. I know what I'm supposed to do. Um, no, no, I, I'm, I'm allowed not to do. And I still made that decision. But um, not making an excuse or looking for any empathy, finding out something like that. Something that I would say is probably one of the biggest things that have impacted me positively and negatively in my life when it comes to dealing with the relationship I have with my mother. And people don't understand what it's like to have to. Or people do. We all have our different struggles. We all have our different things we deal with. But to put on a face, I have to go in front of the world and put on a face and hide my pain. Um, like who I don't know who are you or who am I to tell you how to cope when you're dealing with a pain or you're dealing with a struggle that you've never experienced before? What happened? Okay, uh, that's what she had told a, a person that interviewed her. And she also said, don't judge me because I am human. I just happen to run a little faster. Uh, that was her, that was her, uh, response to failing the drug test. And it's crazy because I'm not even gonna lie. I'm just not looking at this again. But when she said, I am human, I am human. Once again, when you put people on a pedestal and you expect so much out of a person and then y'all are surprised when it doesn't go y'all way. Uh, I'm definitely sorry to hear that about her mother. Uh, I was going to say a lot of more other stuff, but once I started doing my research into it and of course by the time i post this podcast nine times out of ten you know she has already basically you know cope with it uh she won't be participating she said that you know she would definitely go for it next year she understands these rules and regulations and she made a mistake and she's she's owning up to it uh so for us to debate and judge and stuff like that hey you know you made your bed you must lie in it if that's the saying say i do i am sorry to hear that that she uh could not at least you know what I'm saying? Like not taking a uh, smoke or I think at the time they were saying like it was a, a edible or something like that. But uh, I hate that she had to go through that. I really wish she would have had counseling or she was she felt more comfortable with talking. But we do not know like coping with death. Everybody deal with it different. I am 
glad that it wasn't a hard drug, but still, uh, I really wish that she could have got the help that she needed or just the support or something else to kind of like get her mind off the situation versus uh, doing something that you knew that was against the rules. And a lady that was also, just to give an update, a lady, uh, Shakara has already, you know, Miss Richardson have already accepted this and went on, you know, by her way or whatever. She's she's going to roll with the punches and try again next year. Uh, also, it was another lady that's, that made it to the Olympics. She said it really saddened her to know that a lot of people are going against or not saying that they did not want to watch the Olympics because she was not going to be participating and she was like it's so many other you know black african-american people that has made it to the olympics so it's saddened them to know that they won't get the support out because of one person and uh that is true you guys we have to look inside if it both parts shakara richardson she was not the only black person to make it to the olympics so be mindful when you guys are sitting up here talking about a protest and different type of stuff like that it's different other other women that participated and worked just as hard to get in what they spot was so uh don't give up on it yet we all are in support and stuff like that and uh yeah hopefully next year she bring it you know she's lit you live and learn you know this is definitely one of the biggest lessons that i'm pretty sure she's gonna learn Okay, next subject, Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams claims the brat has a strong pickup game and trying to get at her. I got the receipts in my phone. That's what this caption said. Let's listen to what is going on. But these are not topics. Uh, I, I think I heard. I came in on you saying something a little bizarre. You got, Can you go no, and rewind and tell me what you said, girl? That, well, you got a strong pickup game, unless that's the way you always speak to attractive women. Like, uh, so do you think I tried to pick you up? Yup. Yup. When? Uh-huh. Look, I've got the to listen to my phone. The, the the last time we talked and I texted you, it was after I saw your documentary and I felt like you ain't got no real friends and I wanted to be your friend, so I called to check on you. No, you said more than that. If you were a no girl, you better check your phone because I got the same receipt. I got the same phone. Okay. Don't do that, girl. I mean, I love you, but I ain't never been attracted to you, girl. All right. Well, okay. If I was gay, would you like me? No. What's wrong? I'm fine, but not for you. No, yeah. You fly, but not for me. I already had my back. But you're during hot topics? Uh, uh, baby, till I had my forever already, I would never disrespect her. No, I'm not say, I'm saying if she wasn't part of the picture. How am I? No, no. I, I mean, I love you, but I wouldn't want to get with you like that, Wendy. I just wanted to be your friend because I me felt too. like once you showed your vulnerable side, like, you're like human like the rest of us. You know, you used to scare us to death back in the day. I used to be nervous to come on your show because you would always say something that would just make somebody feel super little when they left, like they just was a piece of nothing. So you were great at that. And everybody I knew, my peers were all scared to come to your show. I mean, I know, but I'm just a girl. Oh, honey, Shakana. <laughs> Baby, the brand say a whole little wet bitty. 
But no, it ain't like that. You know, uh, that is hilarious. You know, people is already saying since Wendy Williams is going through this divorce, she has been all over the place. And it's just funny because like I said, and say, I do feel like that. She has been with her ex-husband. She was with him for so long and him and her was like sheltered off and ducked off and he was consistently like the rest say probably having to protect her because her mouth was so fly and reckless back then so a lot of people didn't fool with wendy and so uh now she's trying to you know she she didn't got a divorce and she's trying to be like this it chick and she want to be down with the culture but it's too late and uh uh it's funny because i just, <laughs> I, I, I like the way brad handled that situation and did it because i understand that you want to you know but you're stirring up stuff because we already know brad came out the closet uh probably like a two years ago now y'all saying which a lot of people been knowing the brad was swinging for both sides but it's just the simple fact is that uh I'm over here just this because she was like, oh, don't play. So people be mindful of be mindful of the simple fact of that we uh we are all human once again. So do not take a person being kind to you as a gesture of them wanting you. Like for example, I am literally a friendly person. I love people, I love interacting, I love talking to people, I love making people feel good. But even myself, I am a smiley, go lucky person. But I have to be mindful and careful sometimes because some people take that as the wrong way. And and it's kind of like they honestly think that you either in madly in love or something crazy and you have to draw their line because you're like this is my personality you see what i'm saying like i'm never gonna belittle you because i'm a lovable people person and uh so it was just funny because brad was just like nah she like well, would you still want me and uh, she like no boo i got somebody so uh, that was a bloop in Wendy face. So hopefully Wendy kind of realized and start trying to understand the difference in someone trying to be there for her or someone that actually wants to uh, like get with her. You know what I'm saying? Like get get with her and stuff like that. So she she definitely got a rude awakening. And I think that goes for like a lot of people when you are talking to a person, just know, just know your limit. Just know, like me personally, I tell people all the time, I'm never assuming. I'm not the type of female to assume that you want me, you like me, you want to be with me. I, you have to full blown let me know. Like, I'm just being honest with you. You have to like be like, hey, queen, I like you. I want to be with you or this, this, and that. That's the only way I'm going to get it. Because you being nice to me, you giving me a compliment is not going to make me think that you want me. And it's funny because I see females do it all the time. Like, a dude can just be like, uh, oh, you look nice today. And then here go a female, oh my God, girl, he is all over me. He is, oh my God, he, who he want me so bad. Oh my God, he just acts so sprung. He's so thirsty. And I'm just like, all he did was say that you look nice today. Like, what is it for you to give somebody a compliment without them sitting up here thinking that, you know, that you're madly in love with them? So yes, you guys, that was just me giving the example of uh, be mindful when you're picking up signals from people, make sure it's the right signal uh, because baby Wendy was all over the place with it. So, okay, anyways, uh, Jeremy from, uh, what is this, the Bernie Mac show? He played Jordan off the Bernie Mac show. Uh, he kind of, I'm going to end off with this, this topic and stuff like that. 
And he explains why he took a Hollywood hiatus after the Bernie Mac show. Let's listen to what he had to say. It was a little bit rough because I was in this, um, I was in this age bracket where I was, I looked like lower to middle high school age, but at that age, they would much rather hire somebody who's like 19 to play that age because they don't have child actor laws. So not only are they not restricted to only working you nine and a half hours a day, um, they also don't have to hire a teacher. So it's, it's vastly cheaper to hire an adult. And so everything really slowed down. And that was kind of hard for me because I had never gone like six months without a job. I had never done that. And so I didn't, I started to get like a little chip on because I was like, man, am I doing something wrong? Like, am I not going in and nailing these auditions? Like, am I, is it not funny? Is it me? So I took a step back and I was like, wait a minute, like, you're doing what you say you don't want to do. You don't want to let people tell you how to feel about yourself. So don't let it, you know what I mean? Take your time. If if they don't, if they're not ready for your greatness right now, Jeremy, okay, that's cool. Because you can be using your time valuably and going and learning not only about yourself, but learning about life. Because there's only so much life you can see on, on an acting set. Yeah. So that's what I did. I went out and I just lived a normal life and that was really uh it was cool because i had never done that before i had never had like a normal job and um i wanted to go and kind of push myself like i said you don't know if you're tough until you go test if you're tough so i went and i was working construction i worked with the boilermakers and you know i worked in retail i, I tested if i was tough and the areas in which i wasn't tough yet i worked on them until i am you know it was a little bit rough because okay so the reason why i wanted to post that and end with that that particular topic with him saying that it's because it was crazy because i was reading through some of the comments and a lot of people was like going back and forth because people were saying like oh my god what happened to him he's on drugs he's this oh lord he still got that squeaky voice blah blah this and i was just thinking to myself like um it's just sickening how people try to find the negative in every situation this man is sitting up here basically speaking giving a testimony and could be spreading something that someone that uh that is in the industry or someone that is trying to be in the industry he's letting them know that at the end of the day know your limit and know that you're still worthy you see what i'm saying i just think that this is this goes out for like a lot of people when it comes down to the industry their job their livelihood self-care is everything this man knew his limit he knew that he was a child actor and not trying to be funny unlike a lot of these child actors that get so caught up they start off so young and next thing you know once they get older they're not that cute little kid anymore then all of a sudden a lot of these people end up on drugs they end up strung out they end up homeless real quick by the age of 20 something and then they was famous when they was like five or six or something so for this man to sit up here and give a testimony now i'm saying a testimony because like i say i know that most likely it helped someone
someone that probably was going through or was dealing with that that fact of oh I used to be famous type of theory or I once was on this commercial before and I was the it person or the one here wonder out there let them know that at the end of the day you're great even if you have to go back start out from scratch even if you have to try new things or whatever just know you came and you conquered what your mission was at the time you see what I'm saying don't ever overwork yourself don't ever overdo the situation to uh, please people because regardless clearly as you can see this now people gonna talk about you regardless now why y'all in the comments some of that man was on drugs oh he's on drugs oh he look like he been through something he look like he's strung out this sound like a well-educated man that at the end of the day knew for a fact that he knew that fame was not the limit for him he, he was comfortable enough within his own skin to know that, hey, I can go do other stuff. I'm not ashamed to work in a, a regular um, a regular store or something like that or do construction work and do the everyday work or whatever to know and know people's skills and stuff like that. I'm not worried about, oh, do you know who I am? I was with Bernie Mac. I was on the Bernie Mac show. Everybody's not going to know this person. Then y'all wonder why a lot of these celebrities have an ego uh, mentality. So uh, I just want to say kudos out to that young man for even coming out and letting us know that at the end of the day, you're worthy. You thought I was worth saving. So you came into my life now, just man. <laughs> but uh, I do, I really do. I really want to let people know that because I see a lot of people, and even uh, with the child stars or whatever, you have a lot of these parents that live within these kids, and so therefore, be mindful even when you're raising your kids and different stuff like that. Do not pour into them some stuff that they don't like because you want them to be famous or you want them to be seen. Make sure it's something that they like. I even made a deal with my kids. I said first. First of all, I would never allow, uh, I would never sit up here and make y'all participate in something that y'all did not have a desire to do. I'm never going to make them do nothing. I know we have the mentality, well, you my kids, you under my room, you do what I say. But when it comes down to my time and my money, those are two things that at the age of 31, I am not trying to waste. And this even goes for my kids. So if my kids, I'm not just because I liked to dance when I was younger, I'm not going to put my daughters in dance and make them dance. And then next thing, you know, you looking crazy when you just spent thousands and thousands of dollars on different type of uniforms equipment and then that's thing you know your kid don't do nothing with it when they when they are at a certain age to actually do it on their own they don't even care they're telling you hey, i did it because you paid for it or i do it because you made me do it i never did like this so be mindful when you're raising your kids also is that don't push them to the limit to the point where it become a toxic environment for them they don't want to do it they don't have a desire to do it make them if it's something that they want to do make them show you that they want it they're gonna let you know when they want a game or something else they want make sure that the talent and the skill that uh that they want to do make sure that they want it bad to the point where you know for a fact you're investing in something that they had the desire to do so uh that wraps up this session please like share comment thank you guys so much for tuning in see you next time Mwah.